Welcome to Take This Poem Podcast, where we explore the rich, wild things that good poems can do in the everyday lives of ordinary folks. I'm your host, Mary Guidis. Whether you're a longtime poetry lover like I am, or just barely interested, I invite you to take this poem. I hope it amends the soil of your life. Hello. Franz Kafka wrote that a book must be the axe for the frozen sea inside of us. When it comes to Advent or Christmas, I don't think that coldness is an obstacle for me, but there is a sort of hard shell that's formed by over-familiarity with the biblical story of Jesus's birth. I've had 38 years of hearing the story and seeing the manger on Christmas cards, and I like how these poems that I've brought today, chop that shell up a little bit. The first one is called Annunciation by John Donne. It's another poem from the early 17th century, just like the Herbert poem from last week. It's a sonnet, it's 14 lines, and it's not easy to read, so I'm going to read this one twice. Don't worry if the first listening is not very intelligible, it's okay. We can do this. Um, Just a note that might help. The poem has the word all several times in the first few lines, and the second all is capitalized. Starts with a capital A, and it's referring to the one who was incarnate in Jesus. So listen to that second all, and remember it's a person. Okay, goes like this. Annunciation by John Donne. Salvation to all that will is nigh, that all, which always is all everywhere, which cannot sin, and yet all sins must bear, which cannot die, yet cannot choose but die, lo, faithful virgin, yields himself to lie in prison in thy womb. And though he there can take no sin, nor thou give, yet he will wear, taken from thence, flesh which death's force may try. Ere by the spheres time was created, thou wast in his mind, who is thy son and brother, whom thou conceivest conceived. Yea, thou art now thy maker's maker, and thy father's mother. Thou hast light in dark, and shutst in little room, immensity, cloistered in thy dear womb. If you don't think much about the Incarnation, it makes sense and isn't too troublesome if it's familiar to you. But if you keep on thinking, things get tricky, slippery, and mysterious real fast. And poems are the perfect literary form for wondering about things. They don't need thesis statements or even any sort of climax or resolution or conclusion. And this poem, as well as the other one I'll share in a minute, takes a deep stare at what happened between Mary and baby Jesus. And I think this poem shows so beautifully, they both do, how quickly it leads to a metaphysical game of twister to really try to think about it. And any weirdness that's created by that is exactly what wakes me up and helps me see again what an extravagant mystery lies at the heart of my faith and of this holiday. 
The Dunn poem starts with some of the big picture mysteries and it sounds almost like a riddle at the beginning. How can the sinless bear sins? How can the immortal die? How can the ultimate capital A all fit into the tiny prison of a human womb? And then the poem zooms into more specifics, like where did Jesus's physical material come from? Well, from Mary's body. Her own flesh was used to make him. And the poem doesn't say this part, but Mary's body obviously was made of the food she ate. And I would love to read a poem about the molecules of raisins and olive oil and mutton being broken down and put back together into the body of the one who was the word that created all things. Someone write that poem for me, would ya? I want to hear a food that made Jesus poem. This one snowballs in intensity for me in the last six lines when it talks about how Mary was already in his mind way back when time was created. I picture a nesting doll. He's in her womb and she's in his mind. He made her and now he's being made of her. He conceived her and now is conceived by her. This gets complicated to explain at family reunions. Jesus is his mother's father and his sister Mary's brother. He's light in her dark inner self, and he's immensity, somehow fitting in an organ that started out the size of an upside-down pear. This is wild. Okay, I'm going to read it again. And if your brain gets any sort of glow of pleasure from how much you understand it on this listening, that will be one of my little Christmas presents to you. Again, this is Annunciation by John Dunn. Salvation to all that will is nigh, that all, which always is all everywhere, which cannot sin, and yet all sins must bear, which cannot die, yet cannot choose but die, lo, faithful virgin, yields himself to lie in prison in thy womb. And though he there can take no sin, nor thou give, yet he will wear, taken from thence, flesh, which death's force may try. Ere by the spheres time was created, thou wast in his mind, who is thy son and brother, whom thou conceivest, conceived. Yea, thou art now thy maker's maker, and thy father's mother. Thou hast light and dark, and shutst in little room, immensity, cloistered in thy dear womb. The next poem is called Mary's Song by Lucy Shaw. And it touches on some of these same mysteries of this relationship between this mother and this son. It's easier to understand. I'll read it once. And if and that will end the episode if you want to hear it again. Of course, you can start over and listen a couple more times and see what unfolds as you hear it repeated. This is how it goes. Mary's Song by Lucy Shaw Blue homespun and the bend of my breast Keep warm this small, hot, naked star Fall into my arms Rest, you who have had so far to come Now nearness satisfies the body of God sweetly Quiet he lies whose vigor hurled a universe he sleeps whose eyelids have not closed before. His breath, 
so slight it seems no breath at all, once ruffled the dark deeps to sprout a world. Charmed by doves' voices, the whisper of straw, he dreams, hearing no music from his other spheres. Breath, mouth, ears, eyes, he is curtailed who overflowed all skies, all years. Older than eternity, now he is new, now native to earth as I am, nailed to my poor planet, caught that I might be free, blind in my womb to know my darkness ended, brought to this birth for me to be newborn, and for him to see me mended, I must see him torn. Part of my vision for this podcast was to have it be interactive. I pictured a virtual bonfire poetry reading where friends, family, local poets, and you can come together to warm our hands on some poetry. If there's a poem that has done some action in your everyday life, surprised you, delighted you, or maybe just more quietly worked its way into your bones, you know I would love to hear about it. Email me at takethispoempodcast at gmail.com and let me know your story. Maybe you can join me in sharing it with others as well.